Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dorian Show. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you're watching this on the, the YouTube, please uh, like and subscribe and leave a comment so I know who you are. Um, if you're listening to Spotify, I don't know, DM me or something. Um, rank it, rate it so I can get more listeners. I do appreciate all you guys giving me your time and your ears and everything else. Um so last week when I was I started off this podcast, I was like, Ugh, uh, I've been on a bombing spree at the at the, all the comedy clubs. But yesterday I just uh, I did another open mic at the comedy store in L.A. And not bad. It didn't go bad at all. It wasn't the best set. I didn't do great. But going from doing like really terrible to being like mediocre makes makes me feel a lot better about myself. And, um, and yeah, dude, like, uh, I think it's reinvigorated me at least for a little bit to keep going to, to these mics, you know, it's crazy. All it takes is like one okay set at, um, at the comedy clubs and then hanging out, having a good couple conversations, you know, with the, with the people outside the club could, uh, you know, could be the fuel I need to to take it for a couple more weeks at least um I, I was been I've, I've been listening I haven't been listening I only listened to one podcast recently uh with this guy named Alex Hormozy I think I think he's just some jacked business guru and uh those are the only people that I listen to actually people that could uh, physically beat me up um he had this very interesting idea that uh kind of makes him sound like he's fooling himself but uh he has this really interesting idea interesting idea where he basically gives himself advice so there's this uh he talks about what they call the solomon uh paradox you know king solomon in the bible shout out to the to the other christians and the jews and i guess the muslims out there that uh like Solomon, shout out to you guys. Um, but basically, the Solomon pro, uh, paradox is this guy is so smart, right? He's everybody comes there for his for his advice, and he gives out really good advice. But his life is in is in shambles. If you guys know uh, the story of uh, Solomon, go read the Bible, guys. Go back to Sunday school. Anyway, because, uh, so this guy says that he pictures who he wants to be down the line in his life, like an 80 year old version of himself giving him advice back. Cause he's saying like, you no know, one knows you better than yourself. And you kind of, everybody kind of knows what they need to do. Right. It's like, I know what I need to do to, to reach my goals, you know? Um, you know, for like, for me, I have like, I only have like a couple of goals, but I think they, some of them are easier than others. Obviously I want to, I want to lose weight. I want to get muscular, not only lose weight, but like get muscular, which is harder. You know, I want to be better at stand up. I want to be better at podcasting and like a long-term goal is that I, I like to, you know, get married and then have kids. And I kind of know what I need to do to kind of achieve these things. And it's a, uh, and it's a matter of, of 
being able to do it or willing to do it because like there's no way I could like do any of these things without uh, you know putting action behind it and is it hard I don't know like some people say like it's not hard like you just gotta do it like certain things are harder than others like I've out of all these things I listed like losing weight is probably the easiest thing for me even though surprise surprise I'm like like 230 something right now but I've but I've lost weight before like I know how to lose weight I've lost a lot of weight before if you guys watch some of my old YouTube videos I'm I was a skinny mini um so that's that's probably one of the easier things right being muscular is actually harder because I've lost a lot of weight before and I was still like skinny fat and it was really confusing for me because I was like dude I I should be jacked um but yeah I think like losing weight is very easy and then trying to be muscular is a little bit tougher like I don't have expertise in that you know what I mean but I think from what I understand is I just got to keep lifting heavier weights you know progressive uh, overload as they call it um which I just want to say I lift a lot of weights already dude I'm like I bench 225 on the bench press can you guys do that I don't think so um, but I, you know, I've reached that goal and I kind of just stagnate because I'm like afraid of hurting my shoulders, which I've done before. I don't want to break my arms. Um, but I mean, there's only one way to build muscle and that's only to, to, uh, lift heavier and heavier weights. Like you just have to progress kind of like in everything in life, right? You got to make, uh, you got to beat your own personal records. Um, I'm trying to eat more protein or intake more protein. I've been taking protein shakes. Um, cause I could eat a ton of calories and I can't even get enough protein. I know this is bro science, but for me, I'm trying to get one pound of protein for the weight I want to be at. So I'm going to lose, I'm going to get under 230 pounds, but my ideal weight would be like 230 and muscular. So I'm going to eat protein as if I'm like 230 pounds, which will be insane if I'm eating 230 grams at like 190. But I think I'm going to do that for a while just to see if that will like keep um, some of my build at least. So that's like second, second hardest, right? Like these are actions I could take and I've been taking. Like I'm going, I'm going to the gym pretty consistently. I go almost every day. Um, it's very rarely that I miss and it's almost, it's, it's a, it's compulsive at this point. Like I have to go. If I don't go, I feel weird. You know what I mean? Like not that like the gym feels great, but like I, I, I have to be there. It's like, if I don't go there, it feels like something's missing out of my, my day. So that's been pretty good. So going there is easy, you know, going through the, the motions easy, but like lifting heavier weights, that's harder, you know? Cause I'm like, once you get comfortable with the weight and you putting more weight, it's like, ah, um, After that, that's when things are getting harder for me. Like, I'm trying to get better at stand-up, but, you know, I, I, re, I... So there are parts of it that's good. Like, I always go to the mics at the improv. I always go to the mics whenever they have it at the comedy store, and then I go to, like, two other mics most of the time. Um, and that's good. Like, half the battle is showing up and uh, just the repetition will make you better. Even if you're trash, like I don't think I'm, I think I'm slightly better than trash, but 
you know the repetition will 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 will, will make you better like it's very hard to not get better at something and that like includes lifting weights and like going to do do stand up um but then I know someone else like he's very funny uh, this guy uh, in the open mics he uh, Michael Duncan some of you guys <laughs> I don't know if you guys know him or not, but if you listen to this, you probably know me. And if you're in comedy, you probably know him in L.A. Dude, this guy is so funny, dude. And he tells me he does like at least 10 to 12 mics a week, which is a lot. And I know a lot of people like him that are just going out there. They're hustling and it makes me feel kind of like a piece of shit, which is fine because, you know, I have... I know I'm not saying he's struggling for money, but like, you know, he, he wish he has more, a couple more hours to get more money. And I have a lot of friends like that. They're kind of just struggling, um, you know, with money, but they're also doing like a bunch of stuff. They're working just as hard, if not harder than me. And then they go out and do like multiple mics. And then some of them are writing, some of them are filming, some of them are going out for auditions like i feel like i'm such a lazy uh like i'm just being really lazy because i have a decent job you know it's pretty easy i do a desk job they pay me well it's a career and i'm not even putting i have that all figured out i have money figured out and i can't even get myself to go to like more mics like you know what i mean like it's hard but i just gotta go and i haven't gotten to the point where I'm just going yet, you know what I mean? Um so yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know if I'm telling you guys this. I hope you guys like this. Um last week kind of went off the rails, dude. I didn't feel like it was a good episode, but phew, the numbers show, dude, less than 10 listeners as of right now. So maybe maybe I'll get more listeners now cuz I'm just rambling about myself. I don't know if you guys are interested about that. Some of you guys might be, um, but yeah, sort of these other things that will make me a better, uh, comedian, like forcing myself to write, which I don't do going to more mics. I don't do like, I just have to do it. Like I just have to, you know, like there's no, like there's really no shortcut around that. Like I can't just get better at, uh, doing comedy if I'm not going out and if I'm not writing like that. I know doing those things will make me better. Like it just, it's guaranteed. I don't know if it'll be like leaps and bounds better, but it will be better. And same thing with podcasting, you know, like I, I feel like I had a good run when I first started, when I was having guests, um, I was hitting like for me, which is a lot, like 90 to hundred listeners sometimes. But now I, 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 I wasn't consistent with that. I changed the format. I'm not doing interviews anymore i'm just doing solo pods by myself and the numbers are dipping sometimes it's like 50 sometimes 20 sometimes it's less than 10 and uh you know it was like demoralizing but like like i said if i do a thousand podcasts like i can't it just it just gets better like it can't get worse you know i mean i'll just become a better podcaster um but yeah, and that and like a dating, finding wife, having a family, like that's just like I need to basically be approaching women every day uh, on the streets um, that I'm not doing, you know. Um, and that's probably like the hardest one of all because all the other things, no one would judge me on the other side. You know what I mean? If I just go to more mics, so like I guess like the audience could judge me, but they're all bombing too, you know. <laughs> 
yeah like i i probably need to be approaching more women because like uh just my community is just like real small like my work community there's no women comedy is like yeah whatever you know i mean the gym is just me lifting weight so so i know what i need to do i just uh haven't been able to do it so i'm gonna but i do i do believe like doing some some of these other things will help me build confidence toward the other ones i think they're all correlated right if i lose weight and then i gain a little bit of muscle like that might lead to more confidence to you know like if i feel better about myself you know maybe i'll put more effort into writing and going out to the stage or whatever and then if i'm getting jacked i'll just be like what's up ladies what's up <laughs> i don't know anyway that, uh, enough about me did you guys hear about um the do you guys hear about date night at Applebee's, which is like an insane promotion that they're having? They, uh, for two hundred dollars, you get fifty-two meals for thirty dollars off. So basically, you're paying ahead of time two hundred dollars, and then you get to go there fifty-two times. You get thirty dollars off your meal. And I'm like, who is that for, dude? <laughs> like, like, who's going to date night at Applebee's? Like, no, that's not a date, dude. That's that's for married people. And I, when I say married people, I mean like like a fat couple. You know what I'm saying? Like it has they they both have to be fat. Like it can't be just like one fat guy and one and his skinny wife. That's that's not good. You can't take your skinny wife to freaking Applebee's, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like if you're a fat guy with a skinny wife, which which is called the dream. You know, you gotta yeah, take her somewhere fancier, like a Chili's or something, dude. You can't take her to Applebee's. I don't even know what's at Applebee's. <laughs> but yeah i could just picture like i i've been to applebee's a couple of times but i'm like ugh, what do these even serve i don't know i'm guessing like american bar food but like trash like like when is applebee's like a the first choice you want to go to you know what i mean like i could think of all these other like terrible chains i want to go to chili's probably more than applebee's sizzlers uh, what are the other ones? Elephant Bar? Isn't Elephant Bar like a little bit more classy? I guess Elephant Bar is like Yard House, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, I'm like, who is that for, dude? That's just for like people just give up their life. They're just fat and they want to have like a good deal for like a lot of food. You know what I mean? Like they don't even they don't even talk to each other. They just go there, just, like, just waddle in. And probably the only thing he said, like they talk to each other about is like the husband asking the wife, hey, do you want to get dessert? And they're like, why not? Let's just let's just get it all. This is where we're at now. But the crazy thing, I'm like, who is Applebee's dying? Like <laughs> they are publicly traded. I guess they are owned by the same people that owns IHOP, which I guess is a little better. Do people like IHOP more than Denny's? I don't know. I think when I think Denny's, I I think about like drunken college days right you go out and drink and you just need to like throw up in their parking lot or eat some eggs or or something you know get open 24 hours i think ihop is probably a little better right the pancakes who orders pancakes i don't know but but yeah i don't know like who would in what are they are they going out of business i they sold out these memberships these 200 dollars memberships and i don't know if it's helping their bottom line, but I think they're desperate. They're publicly traded, but I'm like, who would want to invest in that? Like, there are so many 
better restaurant companies to invest in. You know, like for example, like McDonald's. Dude, I, I I've been I've been losing some weight recently. <laughs> if you guys can't tell, I know I look extra fat when I'm sitting down, but I went to McDonald's for some nuggies. You know, what I mean, a couple of nuggies. Forty allegedly. You know, I went there thinking I was just gonna get forty nuggets and come home and be a skinny boy. But dude, ran into a great promotion. Buy one burger, get one burger for a dollar, and you know what I got? I got quarter pounder with cheese. And a fish fillet. And the 40 nuggets. And I came home at 11 o'clock after the comedy store and just stuffed my freaking face, dude. What I'm trying to say is I'm exactly like you. You might be thinking I'm judging the people at Applebee's, but I am exactly like you. We are the same, dude. In 50 years, I'll probably be at Applebee's with my fat wife. And I'll be like, should we get the lava cake or should we get the vanilla sundae? And then... We'll just be like, why not both? Why not both, dude? This is America, baby. But yeah, this is a, it's crazy. I guess inflation is coming down soon. There's a lot of promotions out there. You know, Domino's is giving emergency pizza. Like, what is that? You know what I mean? Like, I got I got it. I just, one day I just got an email. They're like, dude, we have a free emergency pizza for you. I was like, Dude, every pizza I get, it's an emergency, you know what I mean? Like, I never, like, plan ahead for a Domino's pizza. It's usually, like, I don't want to make something to eat or I'm feeling kind of naughty, you know? You know I mean? Every pizza is freaking emergency, and they're, they have a pizza, pizza promotion right now. It's, like, a large pizza for, like, $8. Dude, how are you going to make money? I don't know. I think they're losing a... Domino's actually uh, stock price is losing money. I think they, during the pandemic, people were ordering out a lot. They're like, dude, this is a great time to go to Japan or some shit. And Japan is not working out for Domino's. You know, it's, the stock's been tanking. But I still think it's a way better investment than uh, Applebee's. I think their ticker is D-I-N, DIN. There's just a lot of other... I mean, I don't, I don't think I would like... That's not true. I'm, I... I would say some of these pro- these food companies are probably a good investment, even though Ozempic's coming to kick our ass, dude. They're not going to kick our ass, dude. The- people will sell out for a year's membership at Applebee's or $200, dude. Ozempic's not stopping that train. I mean, there's some good uh, food companies out there. There's, you know, there's Chipotle, which I think is probably overpriced at this point, but the freaking hype train keeps going up. They serve good food. They're making good money. The stock price is a little bit too high. McDonald's, great, great food, great branding. People always come back. You always end up going to McDonald's with a plan, but like they surprise, they surprise you with a fish fillet, dude. You know what I'm saying? And you just have to get it. That's what I did. That's a good company to own. They're also a real estate company, basically. They own every, even though a lot of the McDonald's are franchised out, they basically they own every site. They rent out. The property to the franchisees so it's like a real estate company and they serve good food dude mcdonald's pretty great now that i'm talking to you guys about it. maybe i should buy some i don't i don't own any shares right now but very yummy well so we have the news wwe any uh, wrestling fans out there ahead <laughs> Dude, I know like wrestling is not real, okay? I promise you. But when I was a kid, when I was like in fourth or fifth grade, dude, there was a time period 
that Hulk Hogan was his character said he was running for president. And I was terrified, dude. I was a little kid. I was like, oh shit, dude. The world's gonna end. Like America's gonna go to shit. Like Hulk Hogan was my Trump for you know all the libs out there. I was like, fuck, dude. We can't do this. We can't let Hulk Hogan be president. You know, I was like that, uh, you know, that lesbian, you know, that meme with the lesbian. Just like, no, that was me. I was like, wow, we can't. And I was like, I feel like I was the only one that knew about it. I was like, this is just a secret between me and all these other dumb wrestling fans. I was like, my parents don't know what's going on. They don't give a shit. Kind of almost like the real politics. But I was like, oh, no, my mom doesn't even know, dude. Hulk Hogan is going to ruin this country, dude. He's terrible, dude. Anyway, what else did I say? Oh, yeah. WWE signed a 10-year contract with Netflix for $5 billion for a weekly wrestling match. I think it's Raw, which is a great deal for Netflix. You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of mad that, like, Disney didn't make a try and make a splash into it. You know what I mean? Maybe they didn't have the money with Nelson Pelton and the other, all these activist investors going after them maybe disney didn't have the money to go after wwe um i actually think it's a better fit for netflix overall because it's a it's value added right so i guess like a lot of people that a lot of people already have netflix and now you just bring them wrestling like that will just make more fans like kids are watching netflix and all of a sudden they have they get to see WWE. They'll build more fans. And the good thing about, I guess, if you would say is uh, that WWE is better than other live sports is that it's scripted. You know what I mean? Like, you have control. Like, you know, like, let's say the NBA, people only like a few teams, right? You either like your home team or you like the Warriors or the Lakers or whatever. But in WWE, if there's a character that's being popular, they can make that guy champion every single time. They just, they just like, oh yeah, you're the champion. They decided it's scripted, you know. Then so that's that's very exciting for Netflix. Um, I I think it was just better for Netflix. Uh, some people will buy Netflix. Like huge WWE fans will subscribe for Netflix if they don't already. They get the wrestling and they get all this like library of Netflix shows, which is amazing you know if like if if disney got it where are they gonna put it like as espn plus but you know do if uh people that are sports fans of the sports do they like wrestling also maybe maybe it's the same thing but it's like you don't get the rest of it you have to choose disney espn or hulu you know unless you get the bundle i guess they could have the same effects but you know it's just a better fit for netflix and i hate to say it because I don't own Netflix. I do own Disney and I lose. I'm losing a lot of money, guys. Losing a ton of cash. Anyway, good for Netflix. Yeah, I'm excited about how it goes. Um, what else I have here? I thought I was prepared. My notes. Credit card balances have topped $1 trillion, guys. You know what that means? Just own credit card companies. <laughs> that's basically what it means. That, that's kind of terrifying. You know, people, once they default, I'm like, how do you... I need, well, First of all, I need to know how long these balances have been on the balance because I pay off my credit card debt every uh, every month. The whole thing, so I don't ever pay interest. Um, but I have, like, 
I have I pay off my credit card bill every month. It was like two thousand dollars. Like, do it, did they include that in part of one trillion? Like, it doesn't. If you're paying off your credit card every month, then you should be using it. It doesn't make sense to not use it. You know, I mean, it's safer than cash. It's safer than using your debit card, and you get rebates, which is basically like a discount every single time you use it. Um, so I don't know. Are they are, are are these are these balances more than in a month? Like, are they accruing interest? Like, that's what I want to know. Like, if a majority of these people are paying off their balances, then that one trillion dollar doesn't matter. You know, but if people are holding that on their balance, and they're paying interest on it, that's when I'm worried. Because then credit card interest rates are like what twenty five percent. That could really eat eat you alive. You know what I mean? And once your credit's screwed, like how do you get loans? You can't get loans. You can't get a house. You can't even get a, an apartment to rent. You can't buy a car. Like it really screws things up. But that being said, you should probably buy some credit card companies. <laughs> I looked at some earnings um, for two of these companies recently. Visa, which I own, was down. <sighs> down big dude after the earnings i don't know why dude their visa's freaking killing it dude you know what i mean well i think what the their projections for 2024 is that their revenues will grow mid to high single digits meaning their revenues might grow like nine percent of people are like dude that's not good enough but the crazy thing is their the profit margin for 2023 was 57 percent. that's insane dude that's just 57 percent. just pocket that you just pocket that money into your pocket dude and visa is great visa and mastercard i haven't looked at mastercard because i don't own them i don't care about them um but they're basically the same business you know what i mean i don't think there's much of a huge difference between the two if there are just comment below to educate me but but yeah visa and mastercard they're not banks so it doesn't matter if they how much people spend money they get paid per transaction, dude. And that's not just on credit cards. Like if it's on PayPal, if it's on Apple Pay, if Google Pay, whatever pay you do, like if your credit card number is attached to it, like they get a cut of that. So that's that's a winning business to me, you know. Um, maybe I should buy more. I, maybe I'll buy more next week, you know, put my money where my mouth is. Visa has been very good to me. You know, maybe I'll put some more money in there after it fell, after it took a couple percentages down because is visa going to be here in 20 years probably is it going to be higher than it is today in 20 years probably probably is it going to be like double in 20 years probably actually you know what i mean and maybe even more um the other company i looked at is american express dude american express blew the hell up dude you know and unlike visa they're saying 2024 they're going to see double digit growth like in teens, I'm thinking. Um, they also raise their dividends by 17%. So this, everybody's loving this, you know, but their profit margin is obviously not as great as uh, Visa. They're at 14%, which is not great, but as you know, it's not bad because American Ex Express is also a financial institution. You know, they do make loans. They carry your debt, you know what I mean? So if people don't pay off their uh, credit card loans, then American Express is holding the bag. But it's also fine because uh, American Express is... No poor people uses American Express, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just rich clients, people with a lot of money because 
a lot of these uh, American Express do give a lot of perks, but they also have like annual fees on their cards and stuff. So it's like people that spend a lot of money already. So it's like high net worth people that are using the card. So their default rates are lower than uh, other banks probably. So yeah, I think I think the big three credit card companies are always great choices. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's basically a monopoly between three companies, American Express, MasterCard, Visa. Sure, there's Discover Card, but Discover Card is like the poor man's American Express, dude. You know what I'm saying? And if people start default defaulting on their loans, it's probably going to hit Discovery a lot harder. And, uh, and maybe there's a buying opportunity there. I don't know. I don't know. So what did we learn today? I'm fat. You know, don't go on a date with Applebee's. That's trash, dude. You know, if you're gonna buy if you're gonna buy a food company, buy like McDonald's or something, something that's you know, something you could be proud of, dude. Not the fucking Applebee's, dude. Screw Applebee's. Screw Applebee's and date nights at Applebee's, man. It's disgusting. Um, yeah, Netflix. I don't know if I I don't know if I like streaming business, dude. And I own Disney. Netflix is killing, but I just don't like the idea that you have to rely on content that you got to pay more and more and more for. Um, I just don't know if that's a good, uh, good, good way to make money. But Netflix is proving me wrong right now, and Disney is proving me right. Unfortunately, I own Disney. Disney stocks have been going up since uh, last week, which I don't know what's going on. Like maybe people just like it because people are like Mickey Mouse. Oh boy. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, guys, uh, you know, I don't know if the economy is good or bad, but everyone will use credit cards. You know, buy some credit card, dude. This is not financial advice, dude. I I know nothing. But if you want to be rich, you should probably listen to me. All right, peace. <laughs>